This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everyone. My name is Devin. I am with my good friend Ray here from Waffle Stupid. Hello. Uh, and we are joined by the wonderful, I guess we're going to say cast and crew, the wonderful members, owners, workers of Child's Play Charity. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for being here uh, today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So what we're, what we're doing with this, everybody, is uh, Child's Play Charity back in 2018 when we started the podcast. We also wanted to um, extend our little fingers into the community. And so one of the ways we did that was through Discord. Uh, and we interact there pretty heavily all the time. The other way we wanted to get involved was uh, through you know, helping, helping the community, like with our monies and our time. And, and so we did some research and found Child's Play Charity and we reached out to them and, and they were very kind to give us a link to let everyone go and donate to. Uh, and we love what they stand for, what they, what they're doing, especially for those who have kids kind of is, has an extra meaning for it as well. I have two myself. Um, so I'm just going to jump in and start asking you guys some questions. So first I would love for you all to introduce yourselves, who you are and kind of the role you play uh, at Child's Play Charity. Okay, you all made faces on the screen. I'll go first. <laughs> uh, I am Travis Erickson. I'm the executive director, um, which means that I have my finger in all the little pots going on, mm -hmm. I guess. We're, uh, we're a small team, so um, there could very easily be a lot of like, oh, I do that too, when someone starts sharing their job. Um, but that's very me. Cool. My um, Eric Blendon, uh, my primary focus. I'm the program director, um, so I sort of oversee the the programs with the hospitals and the shelters and stuff, um, and coordinate with the the game techs, um, pediatric game technology specialists who work in the hospitals, um, okay. who um, maintain the game systems and such there, and investigate new things, and do a little okay. bit of other stuff as well. Excellent, thank you. Tabby, you're next. Me? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I never know who to go. Uh, I'm Tabitha Sheehan. I'm the community and program coordinator uh, for Child's Play Charity. I do the social media. I um, take care of the hospital wish list on Amazon. I oh, okay. run the booth uh, at the various conventions. And <laughs> um, I do uh, a lot of other little things, just like Travis said, since we're such a small team, we kind of I'll wear a lot of hats. So. Okay, yeah. great. Um, and I'm Kirsten Carlisle. I'm the newest member of the team, and I do philanthropy and partner experiences. So basically trying to work with all the partners that the team had had established and bring in new partnerships and communicate and share ways that people can help raise money and support them through their journey. Hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit my, about myself as well. So again, I'm Devin. I'm just one of the players on the podcast that we have. It's a Dungeons and Dragons, one of the you know millions that are out there. Um, and so we've, we've been around for about two years and we really enjoy doing it. Uh, and you speak a community and we've had just a, we didn't realize how much of support you can get in a community like this where, you know, games and tabletop games Absolutely. and entertainment is kind of the focus. So, and then Ray, go ahead. Uh, my 
My name is Ray. I'm the newest member of Bluffle Stupid. I was not around last time we did this, so it's been super cool to see the community just come together. And already before the month of May, we're having so much outpouring of support for the MinMax Mankind Drive, which is incredibly cool to be a part of now. Absolutely. And that's one thing we were surprised about was I... I said accidentally put it on Facebook trying to play around with that charity feature. Class and then, Devin. <laughs> whoops. It was a great mistake. We, I mean, we had, I mean, already today I checked again, it's $770 of our oh, $3,500 nice. goal yeah. uh, for you guys. So that's great. Uh, we'll awesome. get into that later. So uh, thank you for introducing yourselves. Uh, it sounds like with a team of four that you're, you're pretty busy all the time. And I guess we can, we, and we can, for the sake of an order, we can do the Travis, Eric, Tabitha, Kirsten sort of, uh, if you're doing things in an order, we can keep that same order. Uh, my next question to you guys would be, when did you, who was together when you started? Um, was it just, was it, I know Kirsten, you said you just got on the team. So were just three of you or were there other members? I mean, none of us were here when the charity started. The charity started in 2003 or 2004. Um, yeah. So okay. we've not, yeah, none of us were there. I've, I've been around the longest, I guess. I'm six years now, five and a half, I guess. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, it was, it was, I mean, I, yeah, none of us were here. <laughs> okay. yeah. I don't know if you want to get into the, the, the founding of the charity and how, like the story, I guess, but yeah. Cool. I, see, I didn't know if, if you guys had been there from the beginning. So is there another entity above you guys or is it just kind of like everything's been handed and passed down the line to you all as far as the charity goes? Um, a little bit of handoffs at times. So the, the quick background is in 2003, um, Penny Arcade, the founders of Penny Arcade, also founded Child's Play, and mm -hmm. games were games were having that bad press time in the news where where mm. games are murder simulators and and only yeah. only degenerates play video games, and they put out a call to their fans to say, hey, we don't think that represents us or our community. We put together this list of toys for Seattle Children's. Go to Amazon, buy something off the list. It'll come to us. We'll go deliver it. To Seattle Children's, wow. and about two weeks later, there was a quarter million dollars worth of toys wow. that they delivered to Seattle Children's. And from there, they kind of went, "Well, this was a stunt," and the community <laughs> responded so much. I guess this is a thing we do now. And for <laughs> um, the next bunch of years, it was just something that Penny Arcade, as a company, did uh, when they had some downtime and kind of through the holiday mm -hmm. season. So they mm -hmm. were, you know. That was, you know, they ran Penny Arcade all year and then went, okay, here's Child's Play. And eventually there's um, one of the old PA TV episodes. You can watch the hiring of uh, Jamie Dillon used to be um, part of Child's Play. And they brought in someone sort of to focus on Child's Play. And it expanded a little bit from there. Hmm. Um, a little while, a, a chunk of time after that, Eric came on. And um, when Jamie left, I came in. And right at the same time that... Um, Child's Play started getting a, a lot more active with the partner hospitals and um, realized sort of, you know what, this is outgrown being the the thing Penny Arcade does kind of off on the side. And it's really its own organization and needs its own people fully dedicated to, wow. yeah. to mm -hmm. running all of the stuff that Child's Play is doing. Um, so that's the that's the quick origin story of how the four of us got here. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I guess the next thing question I would have is, so you guys, that first year, they had an amazing outpouring. Um, how many hospitals, uh, I guess, or facilities is probably a better question? Is it major hospitals you support? Or what, what does that look like as far as who you support? 
I think we're at 183 partner hospitals. Um, Amazing. There's some other hospitals that are not partners uh, because they're smaller or, or various reasons that we've done grants for, so we have supported them. Uh, and then we have um, close to 200 domestic violence shelters that we've supported. I think it's, I think it's like 180-ish or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Wow, that is crazy a lot. Of, that's more than I, I thought. Uh, at all. <laughs> yeah. um, amazing there. What do you guys consider? Yeah, so I was going to ask, is it global? I didn't know mm -hmm. if, you know, mm -hmm. so yeah. when did it become a global endeavor? Uh, I mean, pretty quick from the beginning, we went international yeah. with Canada. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know what the first other like non-North American hospital was. That's a good question. How many countries are you guys in currently? Um, you have no off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, we're in England, we're in Ireland, we're in Australia, we're in Kenya, we're in India, New Zealand, we're in Egypt, New Zealand, wow. New Zealand, doesn't it? Maybe Do we just uh, do a German oof. hospital too. Uh, we have we a have Germany, a German. uh, Switzerland. Where's the one that was always trouble? Austria. <laughs> Trouble. Tell me, just tell to me more about that. There, <laughs> there was, I think there's one in like... Austria, I think, because since I could speak a little German. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, <laughs> that helps, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I can have very little ambition, Deutsch. That's all I have in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Better it's 11. I just looked at the map. I think it's 11. Hmm. That's still amazing. I, and I guess, is there... Um, Communication can that sometimes be an issue with some of the countries that are? How do you how do you get? Does it have someone who obviously would speak English, or how does that work if they're requesting? I, I'm bouncing all over the place, so I guess the first question okay. is: Is communication often an issue, or how do you how do you deal with that? Um, when we have our non English speaking hospitals, I gotta look, Eric. What's the? It's not Switzerland, but there's another one that came in, and they're. Mm -hmm. Like when they first joined us, one of the things we learned was like we mailed them the check for our annual support and they just had no idea what to do with a check. Their banking system just uses uh, electronic yeah. transfers and everything. <laughs> and they were like, what? Help? <laughs> um, and that was, you know, that was just a communication piece. But there was a lot of Google Translate. We actually just mm -hmm. in over there, hopefully Eric will pop up at some point. Yeah, I yeah. bring well, the list up myself. Um, but they, we, uh, a fan of Child's Play moved over there and reached out to say, hey, I happen to live here now um, and wonder if you have any partner hospitals in the area. And I went, I do. Can you, <laughs> please, <laughs> uh, can you please bridge this gap for me? Because, you know, like my Google Translate to their Google Translate pretty soon, you know, the conversation mm. is completely <laughs> something different. I think it was uh, the Sweden one. It was either the Sweden one or, or the German one that we've had for a while. I don't remember which. Yeah. That's so cool. Does yeah, that happen often? Sorry, go ahead. Well, they're partners. Ask... Like, so oh, sorry, we did yeah. it again. <laughs> we did it again. You go it's first. I'll wait. Our because corporate, our corporate partners are over there too, and they yeah, they're um, mm -hmm. it's Netherlands, and their name I would have no idea how to pronounce it because it has so many vowels in a row, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Alphabet soup. Does that yeah. happen often? Where where people in your circle? kind of get involved with with the different outreach programs or is it largely the 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 four we see here 
uh, like how we get a new hospital, you mean? Or, or how, how you get yes. new hospitals? Yeah. Like the, the person who, who who reached out, who you said was a fan of yours, that oh. then helped you bridge that gap. Does that happen frequently? Um, we get that occasionally when when mm-hmm. someone who knows about child's play and ends up somewhere where either we don't have a presence or mm-hmm. they um, they don't necessarily know that we have a presence there, mm-hmm. and go, hey, I just happened to move to this country, this state, sometimes just this town. Uh, you guys should partner with the hospital here. And often that's sort of step one. And we go, that's great. Can you help? Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a language barrier, can you help connect us? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, hey, we'll look into it. Or guess what? We actually already are. Because odds are, mm-hmm. if you're moving somewhere in the States, we're probably connected to your children's hospital nearby. Yeah. Another great. thing that happens is uh, if staff changes. So say if someone yeah. leaves a hospital that had child's play there they'll go work at a hospital and it might not be there but they'll br- bring us up to them and reach mm-hmm. out to us so yeah so when you say people who uh your staff do you have people designated for these specific hospitals are they full-time are they volunteers and and what is their role in the hospitals it's usually like a member of the child life that works at the hospital that moved to a like they might move and then get a job at in the child life department at the next hospital so they're they're just they just know about us and our program at the former hospital and they and since we're not in the new hospital they bring us up and then reach out to us to okay so these are people hospital. who already work there full-time perhaps and, yeah. and just happen yeah. to know about you and mm-hmm. okay very good yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the child life staff are the ones who maintain the playrooms and often get stuck with maintaining video game equipment and stuff like that ah. oh and man so what a terrible job <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah yeah games. no they're they're very kind we've actually um because they are um they don't most of them are not gamers and so you know maintaining oh. an xbox if you're if you're a single person or a single family right, right. and you have an xbox is fine like you know it's it's not too hard doing updates occasionally and stuff mm-hmm. um but if you have you know 30 or 40 xboxes uh that are questionable internet uh and you're not really a gamer that can be a whole another challenge so we've started doing yeah. grants to hospitals to hire I mentioned before pediatric uh, gaming specialists, mm-hmm. um, which are gamers that work in the hospital, and their whole job is maintaining the gaming equipment, cool. investigating virtual reality, um, mm-hmm. playing D and D with kids, um, so awesome. doing um, you know three D printing, uh, augment or um, telerobotics, different stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, which which helps a lot in those hospitals to be able to, you know, use games. Yeah, I always like to tell someone who hasn't had any experience at a children's hospital or with child life to like think of your like second or third grade teacher who you know just like loves kids and wants to take care of them and just is there to mm-hmm. make everything better for those kids mm-hmm. and then like give that give that teacher a computer and like an Oculus Rift and be like how cool would it be to see your kids go, you know, just on Google Earth to Paris and they'd be like that's amazing. How do I do it? What do yeah. I do? Like, Sounds great. Didn't go to school for yeah. it. Yeah, come back yeah. later and it's still sitting in the corner. And you're like, you haven't done it yet. Well, no, it'd be really neat, but I don't know what to do with it. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. Um, so it's like so a, the, a bridge that needs to be gapped there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the game text has been really kind of that big push that we've had lately to say they need they need someone in there with this expertise. Mm. Mm. Do you guys ever get to go out to the hospitals and visit the or is it mostly just like we're doing now, you know, a conference type setting, or do you get to get out in the field is what I would say. In 
in the normal world, that's what we'd be doing right now. When we mm. finish our sort of convention season between PAX East and PAX West is a lot of our hospital visit time. That's changed dramatically this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I imagine. And so leading right into that, kind of what does what your lives look like uh, on a professional level? And then also I'd like to hear like kind of what do you guys do for fun or maybe what you did before for fun <laughs> that you don't, aren't going to do now that you are excited to return to? I mean, it's, it's a lot of um, answering emails. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's working on, we just did our um, quarter one grants. So we did those. We're getting ready for quarter two grants. We're getting ready mm-hmm. for, um, so we send an annual um, care package out every year. We send annual checks as well as care packages. So we're sort of uh, ramping up a little bit to that. Um, you know, trying to think of how to, how to fundraise in this new era. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're using the time we last year redesigned our website, just the look of the Child's Play site, and um, had the chance now to sit down and actually have time to start refreshing some of the copy that has been on the site mm-hmm. for a really long time, where, yeah. <laughs> where it's always been like, this would be great, but you're going that way and I'm going this way and someone's got this thing happening. And so now it's been able to sit back and go, okay, hey, let's take a minute. Someone take this document and... Mm. and go through it and try and give it some new words. Oh, sorry about that. This has been health uh, one away. That's 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 good to hear. Silver linings for sure. But yeah. Uh, tablet, Kirsten? Same. Uh, redoing everything that might be outdated. Hmm. Um, what we, in reference to fun, I can't wait to get back to doing the booth and seeing everyone because it just seems like a, a family reunion because we go to a lot of the same conventions with a lot of the same people, right? So yeah. I'll be looking forward to, and seeing a lot of the same supporters come by our booth. Uh, yeah. I miss that. So yeah, I look forward to returning to that. <laughs> How many uh, conventions do you guys do on average, whether that's as a team or just, you know, as a, as a whole. Ooh. So we do all the PAXs except Australia. Oh, we still go to Australia. We still well, Australia. But you know what? Um, it's, we don't yeah. go physically. We don't have as big a booth. Um, at Australia. Yeah. Hmm. And we go to TwitchCon. Um, hmm. What other ones? Uh, I can't can't remember all of them. We don't really have a booth there. There's seven conventions we have a booth presence at. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, Uh, And we'll have some local in Seattle. Um, There's a a Mind Fair convention that has Mm. happened. We've had a presence at our um, BrickCon Lego convention. That's true. So some of the some That's of those huge. where we're able to kind of they're right in the backyard, so they're easy to slip over and, and yeah, not not do the entire whole booth ordeal, but you know we can kind of bring a table and some signs mm-hmm. and yeah. and make a weekend of it without having to go all out. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Um, a lot combined with hospital visits, it makes for a lot of travel normally. Yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I'd say percentage wise, you know, not given the current circumstances, what do you say, like fifty percent or more is, is traveling for you guys? Uh, no, not, I wouldn't say that much. Um, some of the conventions we can split up and not all of us have to go. Yeah. Um, but it's probably, probably pretty safe about a week, a month. A week, a month is pretty, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a, a quarter, quarter of our time, yeah. probably somewhere in there. All right, and speaking of, you know, being away from home families, like what's, what's your situations like family? You got spouses, kids, what do you guys got going on there? Uh, I am, I have locked my two boys out of the room. They've been sharing this office with me with their schoolwork. I've got a, a third and fifth grader. Um, and my wife is a, a kindergarten teacher. So we're not only teaching school now at our house, we're also having school and yes, trying to get this done. And it's been an interesting time. I yes. bet. I bet. Who's next? 
Eric. Uh, I'm I'm uh, single. It's just me here having good times. Uh, <laughs> no kids to have to deal with. I'm playing <laughs> Minecraft with my nieces remotely, uh, which is fun. Um, but yeah, so very cool. Yeah. So do you uh, do you do most of the traveling because you're a single guy? Do they, they send you places and they don't want to go? I do a lot of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. Have any pets <laughs> or anything to to deal with. So it it and I, I enjoy traveling. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's no no trouble for me to do it. Tab, you're up. Uh, um, I'm married. I have a husband. His name's Bob or Robert. And I have three cats and three dogs. I don't have any kids. Those are my kids. So you got so. A, that's a lot to do with too. That's yeah. going <laughs> to eat and sleep and play yeah. time. No, I, have, I have constant two-year-olds, I guess. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh man. Yes. Um, but they, I mean, they behave. They're good. So yeah, that's what I do. And I, I, I do a lot of the, well, since I, if I wasn't married, then I would have to take care of the animals, but he takes care of the zoo while I travel. So that's, good. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> I have um, three kids who are all out of the house and grown. So I'm an empty nester already, which is oh, pretty yeah? sweet. I'm not going to say that it's not great. Uh, two <laughs> dogs and my husband. So he, uh, usually I travel, I live outside of Seattle. So I travel over one week a month to be with the team. And so mm-hmm. I've been home a lot more. Um, so I think we're both ready for me to go ahead and spend a couple nights in a hotel and it was a pretty good rhythm we had last year. So I'm ready to get, get back at it. But, um, I live in Spokane, so just a little 30 minute jaunt over on a flight. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, I'm, I'm full-time army and I have a beard right now. That's the only thing good that's come from COVID <laughs> right now is I've been able to grow this out because we haven't been going to the office. We've been working remotely as well. Mm. Uh, I've got two kids. I got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Uh, we are moving to Georgia in, in June. Army's moving us. So my wife currently is out of the house. So it's been me and my son. And like normally he gets, you know, like one hour on the weekends video game time. <laughs> but I was like, mom Constantly. is gone. My son is, is overloaded. He's almost to a point where he doesn't want to play anymore. I don't know if that's a problem or not. <laughs> oh, might, um, haven't, might haven't hit that yet. They definitely are getting a lot more games than they normally do. But they right. turn around now all the time. They're like, can we game? It's like, it's really nice out. What if you went outside for a minute? I don't know. Yeah. What if we and then you're like Minecraft? And I love rainy days, but they've just been all sunny. So I'm like, we have to go outside for a little bit, man. We have to do something outside. <laughs> to use up the sunlight while it's there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Ray, t- tell so, us about what's your life like? I graduated college two days ago. I don't know what my life is like. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't think it was going to be like this, but no, it's just me. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It was not easy. <laughs> no. She She's, she's going to be a geologist. Ooh, oh, cool. Which is Ooh. Nice. That's the only person I've ever known wow. from Josh. That's that's very cool to me. Yeah, thank you. Cool. I I dig it because it rocks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine the jokes in Discord? If you if you're ever missing rock jokes, just join the Discord. Oh. Come join our Discord. I talk about rocks all the time. <laughs> You'll never you never realize how much you miss rock jokes until you've heard them. Uh, <laughs> you can't take them for granted. Oh my god. <laughs> Leaving. Uh, thank everyone for coming to the meeting today. We're going to go ahead and close it. Now. Um, what, do you, what do you tell people like a 30 second elevator pitch for who've never heard of child's play and what you guys have going on? Um, we, uh, we deliver toys and games to kids in children's hospitals and work with and rest found shelters and work with them on how to use games more therapeutically. Mm-hmm. So, the the thing we say at booths all the time. Yeah, that's how I say it. Others mm-hmm. others have their own take to it. Concise. I like it. Yeah. 
I'm not in that mode. I have to be at the booth to get. There's an atmosphere. There's there's a feeling to it. I totally understand. Get like the ten seconds before someone just walks on past yeah. you, you gotta grab them, pull them in, explain. Quickly. They want the free thing. They go to reach yep. for the free thing. It's like, hi, have you heard about child's play? No. Yes. <laughs> After they've taken the free thing, that's when you get them. Cause yeah. Very you can't good. Just take it and go. Uh, so obviously, we know that we can donate mm-hmm. money, and obviously that's that's kind of the main source for you guys to you know do what you do and provide for all these kids all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, are there other ways that people can can help out? Whether that's, I mean, obviously spreading word, but donating time. Do you guys have a volunteer system at all? Is there something else besides donating money that people can do at all? As far as volunteers go, um, we recommend people go to or contact their local hospital because each okay. hospital has like a different way of becoming a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Oh, great! Um, okay. Within Seattle, uh, our volunteer opportunities, like we might have volunteers come in to help us uh, do the gifts that we give out in July for Christmas in July with our yearly okay. gift yeah. or box um, yeah, box everything up or say like put together the games case that we send to the domestic violence shelters where we get the empty case with the TV screen in it and then they mm-hmm. can put the Xbox in it and everything. So that that's usually the only volunteers that come into our right. office and for our uh yearly um annual dinner auction that we have we have some volunteers that help us with that too (laughs) yeah i think speaking to those things now is a good time if you guys want to talk about all the places you typically are or some of the the big events you have during the year other than just you know from my perspective what we see is you you've got this guy devin who's got his face all over his instagrams and and social media is talking about child's play but what do you guys do what other places are you that people might see when they visit because we've got people in our discord to go to the packs um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if, you know, what other things are you guys involved with? PAX is the big one where, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, 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 the most travel that we do as a team. That's the best way to probably get mm-hmm. a chance to see all four of us. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a place like TwitchCon and things like that are good. Um, we <clears throat> trying to think of where else we are. Sometimes we, have known ahead of time when we were doing hospital visits. And if we mm-hmm. knew, you know, we had had someone in the area who's been a supporter that, that we're aware of yeah. um, that happens to be near that hospital, we'll invite them in to come in with us when we do a hospital visit. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be look very different. Even once, yeah. uh, once all of this is over, we'll see kind of how that uh, the ability to bring extra people into hospitals will, will very much be up in the air, I think for, mm-hmm. for a long time now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it's amazing how much how much has affected everything. And we think once things go back to normal, uh, I saw somebody post the other day is like, what is normal now? Like, because yeah. kind of yeah. the way we've had to change from our lives, it's going to be a dramatic change. I think there's been some great things we've been able to do probably on a personal level. Maybe you've made some changes, but as like overall, it's just still going to be some crazy times. But mm-hmm. I think what's good is like hospitals obviously have to stay open. And so um, one of the reasons why we are um, so passionate also about supporting you guys, especially this year is uh, to my understanding, I mean, there's kids who, maybe are in these nicer hospitals that have specific capabilities with the surgeries or treatments. Um, and so, you know, they have to travel to get to those places uh, and maybe their friends or family can't always be there due to financial hardships. And so when you guys bring in your team to help distract these kids, maybe from the, the fear, the pain, the anxiety that they're experiencing, um, I, it almost, I'm not a crier, but that sometimes it, it, it makes me tear up because I think about my kids being in those situations. Uh, and I'm just so thankful that there are people like you who 
care enough to, to put your time and devote your efforts into making sure that kids are loved by someone at all times. Yeah. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you very, very much for, for all that you do with Child's Play Charity. Of course. I mean, it's really the, the child life staff that are on the grounds in every hospital. Like there's, you know, thousands of them. Uh, we just, our, our role is to support them. So they're, mm -hmm. they're the ones that are, yeah, I mean, doing all that you just described, you know, being the emotional support uh, for, for patients and, and families. Um, mm -hmm. I think one of the unique things that we've seen come out of this, though, with one of the programs that Eric oversees, like, and works with the game techs is like at CS Mott, they're doing with their art therapist, their game techs are actually recording sessions from the art therapist of how to make mm. like these flowers that unfold in water or mm. all these step-by-step -step mm. things that kids can do from their rooms or from home. Because the other thing you think about hospitals are kids get used to being there or they mm -hmm. go for their annual visit or their weekly visit and some can and can't or cannot go. And then they're missing their child life specialist, right? They're missing mm. that second family yeah. that they have. And so yeah. to connect from a home screen or do treatment from home, and then get to have that experience still. It's it's part of what technology is doing and we're helping that. All of our donors like you are helping with that. And it's mm -hmm. so important mm -hmm. during this time. Right. Good. And, and technology, we're seeing now more than ever is helping us. You know, we used to think it's such a distraction and it can be, but look how amazing it's been for, for mm -hmm. so many other facets mm -hmm. of life because of what we're going through now. Mm -hmm. One, well, if you're stuck in a hospital, that distraction is exactly what you want. Yes, like, yes, you know, absolutely. You want to not stare at these beige walls and just be bored and hear the, you know, machines going off, um, mm -hmm. taking your life away or whatever. Watch the food network. Yeah, on an HGTV. The Tiger King. Don't tune that out. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I tell you, I'm, I, I like to stick by schedule uh, our time as we've got this up. So I don't, I don't want to hold you up any longer. I do want to give you an opportunity to, uh, if each of you want to say something, you know, um, go visit this site or this other thing, or mm -hmm. make sure you're playing D and D, or give all your money to Lawful Stupid and and Child's Play Charity this year. Whatever you guys <laughs> want to say, this is your grounds to pitch yourself, whatever you're personally invested in. Uh, go for it. Uh, I think if, if everyone could like hit up our site and browse our wish list, like we have a whole map with with um, places all over the world. Um, mm. There's probably a hospital near you. Um, they're just Amazon wish list. They have um, you know tons of things that could be super useful right now. Everything from iPads to Play-Doh, um, mm. and and the hospitals definitely could use that that stuff right now. So, Is so the they can go linked on your yeah linked on your website. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. just Child's Play Charity. Uh, I think it's just childsplaycharity.org slash wishlist will take you there, maybe? Okay. But certainly, if you go to the website and hit donate. Um, uh, you can have an option to see the map. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah. you can donate like money overall, or you can provide specifically to certain locations, certain items that they have on yep. the wishlist. Very yeah. cool. Okay, For sure. Yeah. That. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my pitch is while you're there at the website, um, check out our therapeutic video game guide. It's mm. a, a tool we put together to help the staff in uh, the children's hospitals who don't necessarily know and aren't gamers mm -hmm. to have a better idea about how to be really intentional with the games that they are giving kids so that they mm. understand sort of the different components inside a game that makes it really good to distract mm. you from your pain versus a game that helps reduce your anxiety and how when you look at those two games, they're they're great polar opposites in what they have. You know, one is yes. the pain one is timers and music and lights and action and all this kind of thing that overloads your 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 brain. Mm -hmm. And the anxiety reducing ones are these 
sort of open sandboxy games mm. let you go explore and move at your own pace and it's a tool we put together so that the child life staff can be conscious and be intentional so that you don't give that kid who's already anxious a game that is designed to build that anxiety yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like, i gotta win this exactly. race i gotta get this thing yeah. um and just to to arm them better to know look at this game look for these components you might not have the exact games listed but you can find in the games that you do have these key components so that when you do yeah. give a game to a kid you're a lot more conscious of what uh, what yeah. effect the game could be having that's great it's a great tool mm -hmm. thank you um what i would like to say is you asked uh, other ways people can support us and yeah. two easy ways um so say if it's your birthday, you can donate your birthday to us on Facebook. Facebook yeah, fundraiser. Right. It's very easy. Um, and also Amazon Smile. Uh, if, you, Smile. We, yes. if you select us as your charity on Amazon, uh, if you go to Amazon Smile and shop, 5.5% uh, is donated to us. And wow. so that okay. helps out a lot with as many people that shop on Amazon, especially nowadays. Like currently, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, currently. <laughs> um, yeah, and you don't really, the only thing you have to do is make sure that you use the Amazon Smile site. And if you use Chrome, there's a plugin you can do to where it automatically directs you to Amazon okay. Smile. Noted. I will no I'm noting a lot of this. So like, as we pitch throughout the month, we can just remind and remind people all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the other thing is, I guess, for me would be to everyone that's watching or supporting you whether they're giving donations or maybe they're not able to, is how do they create that next level of engagement? Mm -hmm. Do they take it to their employers? Do they share, you know, how maybe they have matches at work or, or other people that could support the effort through social media? So it doesn't always have yes. to be that they, maybe they're at their capacity for giving, but how do they create an opportunity for mm -hmm. someone else to continue to give? So creating more capacity. Absolutely. And I will be challenging them all along the way. I'm the hype man. Mm -hmm. for this, So as, as much That's as I true. can push, I will be pushing people to give, give, give. Um, Devin is doing an amazing job. I cannot emphasize yeah. that enough. Well, it's oh, just yeah. been, you I know, do the social I, media. I've seen you on Instagram. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I wondered if like, cause you guys are responding to emails like so quick. And I was like, <laughs> is that funny. because of COVID or are they just always this on top of it? So <laughs> you don't have to answer. Whatever the situation is. <laughs> I try I, to be that on top of it. I will right. say that we're, we're pretty good at getting responses back. We, uh, yeah. one, of the, one of the things we did do in this time off was we, we sat down and we actually uh, reassigned who was responding back to emails. Because sometimes we'd be uh, finding that I'm in the middle or uh, more often than not, Tabby's in the middle of her response. And Kirsten or I have sniped her, her response. <laughs> we're like, boop, 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 boop. Here it is. Here's my quick little thing. And... Uh, <laughs> Tabby will come in and be like, I had a whole paragraph, like I had a whole thing. <laughs> There's your tiny little answer. Thanks. So They're like a sentence and I'm like a novel. Like <laughs> Sounds like it's like four very different responses to their yeah. inquiry. Yeah. Yes, They're no, like, maybe, and I don't care. Like this yeah. It's like a magic eight ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, Devin, I was actually thinking too, because you mentioned that you're in the army. Mm -hmm. And so have you have you guys looked at having um often American Legion will sponsor people that are in active service out of the American Legion Foundation. So you could consider getting an extra gift or a matching gift that way. No, but I certainly will start yeah. that today. I have yes. some contacts over there locally. <laughs> Perfect. It will be, it will be done. Trust me. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks. And, and I'll probably be reaching out to you guys some more about stuff and see if you can help us to help you. You know what I'm saying? So uh, appreciate you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to close up with, so this whole thing is for what we're calling min max mankind. And what we started doing in 2018 is at the end of our games, any games we played in the month of May, specifically we roll a D 20, we uh, record uh, weekly. And so we release monthly. So that looks like four times we would roll. However, we also donate 10% of our Patreon 
uh, to you guys, whatever. It's not a whole lot, but it's more than, you know, what we could, it's, we try to get as much as we can. That's why we're challenging other people. And so what we do as a podcast now is challenge other podcasts um, and just individuals. I think what we've done in the past is, hey, podcasts, but a lot of people don't have podcasts. So use an individual, just donate. Uh, if you do $10 or more, then we enter you into a raffle. And we have a lot of people in the D&D community, tabletop community, who have donated a ton of cool stuff. So for example, D&D Beyond is donating one of their legendary bundles. That's a $662 value, all of their stuff. Uh, you get entered into stuff like that. So just, I'll just, just give $10, just, yeah. just 10. And what I love about uh, the child's play, like if you go to that link, it has that suggested amount and people have been given more money because of the suggested amount. So thank the Lord for suggested amounts. Um, <laughs> so go give, and then you'll go mm-hmm. to uh, our website, minmaxmankind.org. You'll go to the bottom and you'll, you either can donate there from that page. It links directly to child's play charity um, and then you'll tell us about it in our form submission we have at the bottom because it gives us our ad gives us your address. Um, there are some people who don't want to ship overseas, but we have plenty of gifts that can be uh, one if you live overseas. So that's not an issue. Commissions are always something that can be done digitally. So you can win a lot of that. So go visit the site, minmax, uh, minmaxmankind.org. Donate through the button we have there. Uh, we'll be able to see, uh, update and get your address and it'll just be great. It'll be fun. Challenge other people. Uh, give as much as you can. And one of the things we talked about uh, real quick and I'll end here is uh, we had a woman last year who said, I can't really donate money. I don't have enough money to donate. But what she did is she went out and bought like three giant bags of dog food and took them to a local shelter. Mm-hmm. That counts for us as far as we, we encourage you all to donate to CP. I keep calling them CP Charity Child's Play because that's just what they mm-hmm. are on Instagram. If you have to donate to someone else for whatever reason, we encourage that as well. Uh, donate to whoever you want, but we are supporting Child's Play Charity. We will every year. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, and we hope that we get to be in contact and, and work with you guys a lot in the future. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. 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 Thank you guys very much. So much. Yeah, thanks for the support. Yeah, no problem. All right. Thank you guys. Have a great day. I'm going to stop the recording right in three. Wait for it. Two. Almost there. <laughs> Done. <laughs>